sorry for the noise. That's okay. I was finishing up anyway. Are you getting ready to go out? Yeah, I'm just digging my skates out. I don't think I've used them since last year. Is Lori coming over here? I'm meeting him out back. Are you sure it's safe? It's awfully sunny out. It's sunny, but cold. The pond's still frozen enough. Really? Yes, really. You haven't tried it, so you don't know. You haven't tried it either. I do this every year, Meg, okay? I just didn't have time until now because Christmas time was so busy, and then Aunt March needed help boxing up all the china before the kitchen renovation started. Fine. Be careful. I always am. Sure you are. Could you at least take Amy with you? No. Please. Joe, she's going totally stir-crazy and driving me up the wall. No. I checked her homework and her essay is very- Great! The answer is still no. Stop asking. This is silly! It's actually not. She's your little sister. You have to forgive her for burning your novel eventually. I don't feel like it yet. I have a few more stages of grief to get through. You're the older sibling. Oh, come on. That excuse might have had some pull when she was five and I was eight, but she's 17 now. She's not a baby. You hold her to such a double standard. Okay, Joe. Whatever. Have fun stewing in your righteous anger. I will. Thanks. See you later. Joe! Where are you going? Down to the pond with Lori. Can I... Don't wait up. Don't film me! Too late! Well, now I'm embarrassed. No, you're the only person I know who can do tricks. Do a spin for the camera. Am I just a piece of ice skating meat to you, Joe? Do a spin! Woo! That was nothing. That was amazing. You have to teach me how to jump like that. It takes a lot of practice. Are you sure you don't want me to take us down to the indoor rink at the uh, rec center? Where's the fun in that? It's beautiful outside. Maybe a little too beautiful. It's starting to feel like spring. You say that like it's a bad thing. I think I heard a crack during that last jump. You went too far out in the middle. Try to stay by the edge like this. Not bad. This is my natural habitat. How about a race? What do I get if I win? Um, my undying loyalty and friendship. I already have that. Bragging rights? Now that I do want. I thought so. Hey, Joe! Lori! <sighs> Joe, wait for me! Let's go. On your mark. Hey, wait! Shouldn't we wait for Amy? Why? She doesn't need us to skate. <sighs> On your mark, get set, go! <laughs> <laughs> Amy? Look, Joe! Amy? Amy? Amy! Oh my god! Amy! Joe, Amy, grab the- Amy. grab- Hi. Hello. Lori's out skating with Joe if you're looking for him. No, I was hoping it would be you. I wanted to thank you for the gift. It's not very good. I can only knit straight lines. 
I like it a lot. I think it's my favorite scarf I've ever had. I'm glad. Marmy helped me with the pattern. Very distinctive. It really does look just like piano keys. And the green part matches this piano. I guess the only thing I don't understand is, well, what did I do to warrant such a thoughtful gift? You really didn't do anything besides let me play the piano here. It's more of an I'm sorry present. (laughs) What on earth have you got to be sorry for? Did you know I'm the only one of my sisters who was homeschooled? I didn't. I wasn't able to go to school. I have to take a lot of medication, sometimes up to six times per day. And there are a lot of different kinds to keep track of. Until I was old enough, my mom and our neighbor Hannah had to monitor it for me. Ah, I see. No, don't get the wrong idea. Most of the time it was fine. My parents were really good teachers. Certainly. They let me focus on the topics that interested me. But it could be lonely. I feel sorry that I never said hi when we passed in the front yard. I'm sorry that I never got to know you. You're kind, but that's quite all right. You should be spending time with people your own age. No one my own age knows what it's like to be rattling around a great big old house by yourself when everyone else goes away. But I bet you do. I suppose I do. We've been neighbors my whole life, and I never even knew about your sister. I'd be surprised if even your parents knew about her. She died in 1965. That was a long time ago. But she must have been very young. She was. She was eight. What? Well, if you don't mind me asking, how did she... Pneumonia. Oh. I suppose that makes me sound terribly old. People don't really die of such things anymore, not young people anyway, and rightfully so. But it was a different time. She spent months in the hospital. They had her hooked up to one of those old-fashioned respirator machines. It looked almost like an iron lung. None of the equipment was white and streamlined back then like it is now, you know. It dwarfed her. It looked like it was swallowing her up. I thought she died here. At home? Yes. They let her go in the end. Sometimes I wonder if I should, too. What do you mean? My late wife, Theodore's grandmother, sometimes wondered if I wouldn't be happier if we moved out of this house, or even out of town. Maybe she was... right. She was a very smart woman, you know. Maybe I would have been happier, far away from the bad memories of this house, but... But? I couldn't stand to be far away from the good memories, too. I've upset you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm not upset. I'm not used to having someone to talk to. Really, I'm, I'm not upset. Everyone thinks I'm sensitive about things like this because I'm sick. But I can handle it. I believe it. I think Lori can handle it, too, if you give him a chance. Perhaps you're right. Would you like to join me and my assistant, Mr. Brooke, in the kitchen for some afternoon tea, as the Brits say? Did someone say tea? Good God, man! How long have you been there? Not long. I made ginger snaps. You made me jump out of my skin! 
I'm sorry, sir. I was just so excited about the ginger snaps. Are these the... Ouch! They're still burning hot. They're very fresh. Did you run here from the kitchen? I'm a deceptively fast walker, sir. I've never kept that a secret, though. It's listed on the special skills section of my resume. Of course. As is baking. Would you like a cookie, Miss March? Oh, yes. That would be lovely. Don't touch them, Beth. You'll burn your fingers off. And a skilled pianist like yourself needs to protect her hands. Come on, turn off that recorder. Take a break from practicing. Even an old fart like me knows cookies like these call for some cold milk. Ooh, pause it. Marmy's coming. How you doing, girls? Okay, now, we were going to make a message for Dad, but... We're too tired. Yeah, we put on Legally Blonde instead. <laughs> Good idea. It's been a long and eventful day, huh? I called Dad from the hospital anyway while the doctor was checking on Amy. I'm sure he'll want to talk to you later, but he knows you need your rest tonight. I'm feeling a lot better. Do you want anything, Amy? No. Thanks, Marmy. I still feel shivery and sort of aching inside, but the tea Beth made me is helping. These ginger snaps she brought back are pretty good, too. Meg says John Brooke made them. Really? I mean, they're fine. A bit too crunchy. Well, I think this is the end of ice skating at the pond. Next year, you can use the rec center like the other kids. I don't want to go back there anyway. I still can't get the image of Amy dropping through the ice out of my head. Trust me, it was even scarier looking up from underwater. We glanced over for a second, and you were gone. Whoosh. We're very lucky Lori kept a clear head. You should have seen him rip that fence post off with his bare hands so she'd have something to cling on to. I didn't even think to lay on my belly. I was freaking out so bad. It was very, very scary, but it was all over so fast. Maybe it felt fast to you. To me, it was an eternity. Poor Jojo. Poor big sister. <laughs> I'm glad to see you two made up. But next time, maybe you could make amends before one of you has a near-death experience. Give your poor old tired mom's heart a break. Don't even joke about that, Marmy. I don't know what I'd do without my precious baby sister. I don't know what I'd do without my Joe. And we'll never, ever fight again. Don't make promises you can't keep. Here, move over. You know, you girls have more in common with each other than you think. That's why we're going to get along now. <laughs> no, that's why you fight so much. You're my little artists. Amy, just think how devastated you would be if Joe destroyed that still life you've been working on all winter. Marmy, I already feel guilty enough. And... and Joe, dear, you know a thing or two about holding on to a grudge. Me? Yes, you. I doubt I could mention a single one of poor Meg's friends without you listing off every way they've ever offended you since kindergarten. Well, they deserve And you both inherited something from me that your sisters didn't. My temper. You? A temper? Marmy, you don't have a temper. I do have a temper. A terrible temper. When I was a girl, I was often in trouble at school for being unable to keep my mouth shut. 
Once I even slapped a fellow student. <gasps> oh, Marmy, you didn't! I never told you because I was very ashamed. I still am when I think of it. I'm very glad to not be that person anymore. But how did you do it, Marmy? Get your temper in check. As I grew up, it got easier. In college, I made friends who taught me that my anger could be channeled into something productive. These friends believed that our anger could help make the world a better place. And one of them was... Daddy. Yes, your father. As you well know, he can be a very calming presence when he wants to be. But I couldn't change for him or my friends. I had to decide how I wanted to be perceived as I moved through the world. I imagined the woman I wanted to be and started creating that person from the outside in. Hmm, like a makeover montage? <laughs> no. When I say the outside in, I don't mean with clothes or cosmetics. I guess you kids would say, fake it till you make it. <laughs> so corny. <laughs> it is. But the more time I spent pretending to be someone who was unfazed by the rude people in my daily life, the easier I found it to actually take deep breaths and move on with my day when someone treated me poorly. There will always be people like Mr. Davis and Aunt March in the world. I'm glad you're willing to stand up to them. I wouldn't want it any other way. You should be speaking truth to power. The world is an unfair place. But don't take your frustrations with the way things are out on each other. Have your petty arguments that sisters have, but move on afterwards. Someday, your dad and I won't be around. But you will always have each other. You're right, Marmy. Yeah, we're sorry. Oh, don't be sorry, my Amy. We're all just glad you're okay. You gave us quite a scare today. Don't worry. I don't think I'll be strapping on another pair of ice skates anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you get back to your movie. It's a classic. Wait, Marmy! Yes? Before you go... You gotta tell us, why did you slap a kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you that. Please. Not while you're recording, anyway. Marmy. Hey, it's me. Hey, is Amy okay? Yeah, she's on the mend, thanks to you. That's not why I'm calling. Oh, yeah? Please. You can't text me, I know something you don't know, and not expect me to follow up. Come over and I'll tell you. I can't. I'm helping Marmy. Tell me now. Fine. Is Meg missing something? Not that I can think. Oh, actually, her... Glove. How did you know? It's... Purple. Okay, stop doing that. How did you know? I found it. Thanks. Now that the snow's melting, I guess it was bound to turn up. Oh, no, I did not find it outside. Well? Promise you won't tell Meg? I will do no such thing. Promise, or I won't tell you. Oh, fine, just tell me. I was looking for a calculator in the top drawer of Brooke's desk, and I found it. What? Brooke had the glove all this time? Ew, why? Don't act so scandalized. He probably just has a crush on her. What? But he's old. He's 20 
exact same age. He seems old. Well, Grandpa makes him wear that suit to work. It's not the suit. Stop picking on him. I think he's a really nice guy. I guess I don't know him that well. I also think you'll never think anyone is good enough for your sisters. Hmm. I ran Amy a bath, but I need to run to the store. Could you check on her in like 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, can do. Who are you talking to? Lori. Oh, say thank you for me. He really saved the day. Guess what he just told me. What? Joe, you promised you wouldn't tell. John Brooks stole your glove. Joe! What? I don't know what you're talking about. Here, take the phone. Uh, hi, Lori. Hi. A pretty exciting day, huh? To say the least. Lori, tell her. Joe, please don't shout in my ear. So, what is this about my glove? Uh, it's nothing, really. I found your purple glove in John Brooks' desk. Oh. I'm sure he found it in the snow. He just hadn't gotten around to returning it to you yet. Probably. Or he keeps it around to smell it and sniff it like a total psycho. Joe, stop. You sound like Amy. Please, don't get the wrong idea. I like John a lot. I think he's a real gentleman. What's he saying, Meg? Why are you smirking? Yes, I agree. Meg, agree to what? Lori, why don't you give John my number? Then he can text me and we can figure out a way for me to get the glove back. That sounds highly unnecessary. Sure thing, Meg. Thanks. I'll be glad to have the glove back. And you don't need to worry about me judging John. I think he's very sweet. Give me the phone back. Talk to you later, Lori. Bye. I will never forgive you for this. Forgive me? You're the one who broke a promise. You didn't have to push them even closer together in retaliation. You are unhinged. That's not even remotely what happened. Whatever. Just keep an eye on them at Sally's party next month. Don't let that old creep creep all over my sister. They're the same... Never mind. If you're going to insist on breathing down Meg's neck, why don't you just come too? Sally's party? Ha, I wasn't invited, unsurprisingly. Well, I was. You can come as my date. Yeah, right. Very funny. I'm not joking. Well, you made me laugh. It's okay. She can handle herself. Cool. I'd better go check on Amy. Tell her to say hi. Will do. Bye. Good night. Little Women, a modern audio drama, is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com.